Now, if we are honest, we have to admit that coming to Jesus and entering into his church ruins us, at least as far as this world is concerned. If we identify with him in his suffering and rejection, we become a reproachful irritation to the powers that rule this culture. So if we ever felt at home in this world, if we ever sensed that we belonged, then we would wake up one day to discover that we will never be at home again until we enter the city of God. Now, by entering through Jesus, we become citizens of another city, subjects of another king. As long as we are here, we should live as a resident alien, longing to go home. Well, hello everyone, I'm Neil Parks, and welcome to Fill the Lamp. We are finishing up the book of Hebrews in chapter 13, and I must say that this book of Hebrews gives us a powerful understanding of the New Testament and how we are to gain wisdom, knowledge, and understanding as we live and walk together In chapter 13, let's read through verses 1 through 6. Let love continue, the writer says, among you. Don't forget to extend your hospitality to all, even to strangers. For as you know, some have unknowingly shown kindness to heavenly messengers in this way. Remember those imprisoned for their beliefs as if you were their cellmate, and care for any who suffer harsh treatment as you are all one body. Hold marriage in high esteem, all of you, and keep the marriage bed pure, because God will judge those who commit sexual sins. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because he has said, I will never leave you. I will always be by your side. And verse 6, because of this promise, we may boldly say, the Lord is my help. I won't be afraid of anything. How can anyone harm me? Let's look at that verse 1. Let love continue among you. Now, the Apostle John nails this one in 1 John 3, verses 11, 23 and 23 and 24. It says, John speaking, The central truth, the one you have heard since the beginning of your faith, is that we must love one another. Verse 23, His command is clear. Believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as He commanded. Verse 24, The one who follows His teaching and walks this path lives an intimate 
relationship with God. So how do we know that he lives in us? (laughs) By the gift of his Holy Spirit. You see, the design of our Savior in giving himself for us is that he may purchase to himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Now, the writer calls the believing Hebrews in that day to the performance of many excellent duties, in which it becomes the duty of Christians to excel in brotherly love. You find that in Hebrews 13.1, by which he does not only mean a general affection to all men, as our brethren by nature, all made of the same blood, nor that more limited affection which is due to those who are of the same immediate parents. But that special and spiritual affection is what he's talking about, which ought to exist among the children of God, the bride of Christ. Now, the spirit of Christianity is a spirit of love. Faith works by love. True faith is the strongest bond of friendship. If that's not true, we have our name Christians is worthless. In verse 2, chapter 13, it says, Don't forget to extend your hospitality to all, even to strangers. For as you know, some have unknowingly shown kindness to heavenly messengers in this way. Angels, if you will. So, look how Peter lays it out for the church in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 8-10. through 10. Peter says, Above all, have fervent and unfailing love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sins. It overlooks unkindness and unselfishly seeks the best for others. Be hospitable to one another without complaint. Just as each one of you has received a special gift or a spiritual talent and ability graciously given by God, employ it in serving one another as is appropriate for good stewards of God, multifaceted grace, faithfully using the diverse, varied gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor. Again, in chapter 13, verse 3, remember those imprisoned for their beliefs as if you were their cellmate, and care for any who suffer harsh treatment as you are all one body. My friends, there are people around the world that are in some kind of prison or jail because of their relationship with Jesus. The duty to remember those that are in bonds in adversity, 
God often orders it so that while some Christians and churches are in adversities, others enjoy peace and liberty. All are not called at the same time to resist unto blood. Those that are themselves at liberty, or freedom, you might say, must sympathize with those that are in bonds and adversity as if they were bound with them in the same chain. They must feel the sufferings of their brethren. Folks, we have to understand that there were many believing Christians in that first century church that were in jail or prison. The Apostle Paul was waiting to be beheaded. Even today, in 2023, there are people around the world who are being persecuted and killed for their faith in Christ. There are people incarcerated that are coming to Jesus through prison ministry, and they will be with the Lord for eternity. So we must always be in prayer for the salvation of all peoples. Look how Luke puts it in chapter 3, verse 8. Don't just talk of turning to God. You'd better bear the authentic fruit of a changed life. Don't take pride in your religious heritage, saying, We have Abraham for our father. Listen, God could turn these rocks into children of Abraham. I say, let's pray. Father God, we just come before you this very moment in this time on the planet that you created. Right here, Lord, on this planet 2,000 years ago, you walked this planet, and then you were murdered, you were put on a cross, and you shed your blood for each and every one in this whole world, Father God. And we thank you. We are just but worms on this planet Earth. But you came for us. You are preparing a bride. I lift up every listener right now that is listening to this podcast around the world. We just give you the glory, Father God, that we can come and we can pray and we can be a vessel that you can use. Holy Spirit, just use us. And we do this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, my friends, I'm so glad to have you here with me today. And until next time, I'm Neil Parks.